I'm your host, Dustin, and as always, we have with us... It's Apple. This is Savannah. And this is Nick. And we are bringing you all your movie, TV, video game, merchandise, and general news from the last two weeks, as well as Spotlight Character, which we will be featuring Leslie Tompkins. And our feature, we are going to talk about our personal favorite memorabilia, and things related to our memorabilia or merchandise that we have that's related to Batman. I'm Batman. So, let's just go right into movie news. The very first thing we have to announce is on March 17th, it was announced that the Batman 1989 film is going to have an anniversary edition that's going to be released on May 19th, 2009. This is a 20th anniversary edition of Tim Burton's Batman from 1989. It was announced that it's going to have a 50-page booklet that will include excerpts from the official film book, script pages, and the DC Comics film adaption, as well as a digital copy. Now this is going to be on Blu-ray. No word on whether or not it's going to be on DVD yet, but we know for a fact that it will be on Blu-ray. And as I said, May 19th is when it will be released. Yes, and you know who's going to own it. Yeah. That's pretty exciting. It seems like they're coming out with a lot of new additions. So, Are there going to be any new special features on this disc, though? Now, that's something that's interesting. I did not see anything online about whether or not there was going to be any new special features. This was the biggest complaint that I had with the Batman Anthology for Blu-ray. You know, you spend the extra money to have it on Blu-ray, but you're not getting anything extra. So, that's the one catch. I mean, if you're going to... You, basically, you might not be getting any special features at all, but you're going to get that booklet and the digital copy, which, if you bought the Anthology... Batman 89 came with the digital copy anyway, so you're really just getting the official film book, the script pages, and DC Comics film adaption in that 50-page booklet. So, prediction is that there's not going to be any new special features. Yeah, and, and as being someone who's sort of low on funds, that's quite important to me, whether I buy it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so also on March 17th, Comic Book Resources caught up with Jeff Loeb, writer of Superman, Batman, Public Enemies, and asked him about the animated project. Here are some of the highlights that were discussed. Comic Book Resources asked, You must be thrilled to see Superman, Batman, Public Enemies coming to life in animated form. Jeff replied, It's the greatest. Ed and I had so much fun on that arc. To see it live will be very, very cool. Then they asked, So you're not involved in the project? He responded, they asked me to write the script, and I really, really wanted to, but I was on Heroes, and my schedule was just too full. So no, I haven't had anything to do with it. But I'm a huge Bruce Tim fan, as he knows since I dog him at conventions, and I'm sure he's going to make it even better than the comic. Then the other question that we're going to mention was, who would you love to hear voicing the iconic lead characters? And then he responded, just give me the cast from Batman the Animated Series and Superman the Animated Series. Those guys rock. Yes. Mm-hmm. He knows his stuff, see? Yeah, we yeah. all have a bit of we all have a bit of Kevin Conroy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well said, Jeff Loeb. Yes. Alright, so that's all the movie news we have. Let's go right into TV news. Only a very couple things to report. 
very first thing is on March 19th, the Zeta Project Season 1 DVD was released, and on it there was a trailer for Batman the Brave and the Bold Season 1 DVD. Now, obviously, it has not been officially announced of when this DVD is going to come out, much less whether or not the first season is actually completed. As we said in a previous podcast, we thought that the two-part Joker story that happened the end of last month was going to be the end of the season, because that would wrap up 13 episodes. But it turns out that they had 26 episodes, so that might be the entire season is the 26th, which means we're not going to be seeing this DVD anytime in the near future. 26 episodes on two discs? That's, that's going to take a little bit. Seems like they're being weirdly cryptic about this show. They're like, oh, we're not going to tell you even how long the season is until you figure it out yourself. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they're always like this, and I just don't pay enough attention to other television shows, but yeah, so we have no idea, I guess, when it's coming out, as usual. It's interesting how they read Put out a trailer for the DVD if the season's not even wrapped. Most of the time, you wouldn't even see anything like that until the season's wrapped. So then yeah. I wonder to myself, will they break it up into two and just make volume sets? First 13 episodes on two discs, like they did with The Batman, having their seasons only 13 episodes. Could they possibly break it up and just put out volume one, or season one, volume one, and then season one, volume two, and do it like that? They'd yeah. make more money, in my opinion, if they did that, but... That's not necessarily the best thing for us fans. Cartoon Network is pretty fond of putting out, like, four episodes at a time or something crazy like that. So, I don't know. I'm a little afraid. Hopefully it's not too much gouging. (laughs) Alright, so the next thing on March 25th, going back to what we announced in the last podcast, The World's Finest... They were reporting that Batman the Brave and the Bold was picked up for another season. Now, March 25th, it was actually confirmed by Cartoon Network that Batman the Brave and the Bold will be picked up for another season because they announced their 2009-2010 lineup. As mentioned before, they are going to have an additional 26 episodes, bringing the full order to 52 episodes for the series so far. Cartoon Network also said that it plans to have it in the same time block that it is currently in for next year. So we can expect a lot more of this show then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I definitely I definitely see that being the case. This I might go else. like four seasons. I think I think we're looking at maybe a four season show here. Hmm. It baffles me a little bit, but I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. I hope they don't think that all Batman fans are content and happy with this show because I think as we discussed when we talked about it in our feature a couple of episodes ago, we would all, you know, this this show's okay for now, but we all want something a bit better, don't we? Mm-hmm. Right. And the one thing that kind of, I guess, bothers me is there has never really been, well, I can't say never, but you never get a show with the same main character at the same time ever. So if this show does last for four seasons, can we really expect to see anything that we want to see as far as a Batman animated series? I don't really think so. And you can't really get any character development because we get a different, you know, a new character coming back almost every time. So there's never any overarching stories to interest us, like the animated series sometimes had, you know. Yeah. Right. One last quick note before we move along. On March 27th, it was announced that Batman Mystery of Batwoman will be airing on Boomerang on April 4th at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, so you can check that out. 
I think that film's a little bit underrated. I think it's worth checking out, definitely. Yeah. I hope I have I that like check. it. I like that movie. Go with the smile. All right, so moving on to merchandise news, only a couple things to report. Uh, the very first thing on March 23rd, the DC Direct items were announced. And there's two Batman-related items. The first one was a brand-new black-and-white statue. This one will be a Batman and will be based off of Ed McGuinness's work. And the second item is going to be the second part of the Batman Family multi-part statue. And this part will include Robin and Catwoman. Ooh, I love Ed McGuinness. I, lo- I loved his stand on the Superman-Batman series. So, man, uh, I-, I own his first figure, so I'll definitely be collecting these. Now, you know what black and white statue I'd really like to see? Which one? I'd really like to see a Dustin Wen statue. Oh, yes. You, you know, know I what? would buy that. <laughs> his artwork is, is fitted for statue form. And I hope DC picks up on that because they, they got to bring out this guy's black and white statue soon. I think if he, he's on the list, he should be bumped up some spots. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. So the last bit of merchandise news that we have um, on March 27th, it was announced that Hot Toys once again is coming out with another new figure based off of the Dark Knight. Now, this figure is going to be another Joker figure. Now, we already have the normal Joker, the bank robbery Joker. We know that there's a police officer Joker coming out. And now there is going to be another Joker. And this Joker is going to be the Joker that is based off the scene where Joker comes in on the gangster's get-together, has the jacket full of grenades with the cord, and that's the Joker. Yeah, you know, you know what's pretty amazing about this is that all, all the good, all the good items are being released after the movie because I think I think WB wanted to see how the movie was going to be received and if they could profit from it, and I think they're understanding that they are that they can profit from it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some more, just a little bit. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. They're apparently going to come out with Joker's at every point in the film at which he's even slightly different. So. And you know what, Savannah? They they know my weakness. They they are good. They are good. <laughs> I know. They're making the next, them for you. <laughs> the next statue I want to see is the um the nurse Joker, definitely. Oh that, yes. yeah, that one would be good. I wish they'd yeah. come out with that one sooner. <laughs> Christopher Nolan's <laughs> favorite part of the film. <laughs> yeah. Was it? Oh. Mm-hmm. Hi. That's going to lead us into video game news. Two thing report magazine-wise, guys. On the April's issue of OXM, the official Xbox magazine, they're going to be featuring an article about Batman Arkham Asylum. And go ahead and pick that up when it gets released in newsstands. Games Masters, which is a UK gaming magazine, which has an exclusive of Batman Arkham Asylum. And you can find this magazine at Borders or Barnes & Nobles for around $10. And you might say, man, $10, I don't want to pay $10 for a magazine. Guys, you get a Batman Arkham Asylum poster. One side Batman, on the other side Joker. And the article is very cool because the headline on it is, Welcome to the Madhouse. And that's just so fitting for Arkham Asylum. So they, they give you a, a stand of everything that was going to be in there. And what would have made this amazing is if the game developers conference didn't take place. If that didn't take place, we would have found out all the cool stuff about the, the gel, the gadgets within this article. However, 
since GDC, the game, the game developers conference, took place in uh, San Francisco, Shefton Hill, game developer of the Batman Arkham Asylum, showed a quick demo of uh, some of the fighting styles for the for how Batman's going to be within the video game. And so every game site has this, guys. GameSpot, IGN, Joystick, or you can go ahead and check the BatmanUniverse.net forums, and you can go ahead and see the video on there and see the stealth style of Batman in the video game. So that's a cool little things to look forward to, guys. And that's all we have for video game news. How do you figure that? All right, so moving into general news, only two things to report. Now, in the last episode we talked about 42 Entertainment releasing a documentary about the viral campaign. Well, it turns out what we were saying about they should win an award, they ended up, they did win an award for it. The SXSW Awards were handed out on March 15th. They won the award in the web game category. Do you think someone from SXW was listening to us? (laughs) Just possibly. Yeah. All we can hope is that for more future viral stuff when it comes to future Batman movies and then they can win some more awards. Yeah. Yeah, let's use them next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, WB. <laughs> Alright, so the last bit of general news we have, um, La La Land Records on March 18th announced that they are releasing the Phantasm soundtrack. Now, you may know the Mask of Phantasm soundtrack was released in the past. Well, La La Land Records is releasing a new version with never-before-released tracks. It will have over 30 minutes of new content. It will also include a 20-page booklet with in-depth linear notes. Only 3,000 copies will be made available, so make sure you order yours now. As of what you're listening to this right now, you can order it as of right now, and they are already shipping them. They went on pre-order on March 24th. They're shipping them on March 31st, so make sure you pick them up because... Batman animated series soundtrack only had 3,000 copies too, and that one's currently sold out. And they're not making any more. This is a limited thing. They're not going to ever make any more. So get a hold of one while you can, which is now, because it'll go skyrocket up in price. Yeah. I mean, guys, these these things go by fast, so don't hesitate. If if you have a chance and you see the add to cart, add it. Yeah, all the music from the animated series is absolutely fantastic, and Unfortunately, there's not that many opportunities to get out of it, so I would recommend getting this stuff if you if you're into all your music scores. Exactly, Shirley Walker was really great, and this movie was one of the best scores. Really nice mm-hmm. to get some more material. Mm. All right, so that's going to bring us into our spotlight character. Like I said, there wasn't a whole lot of news. We're going to spend a little bit more time on our feature. But our spotlight character for this episode is Leslie Tompkins. Assuming, of course, you actually follow my instructions for a change. Dr. Leslie Tompkins is a fictional character from the Batman mythos. Created by writer Dennis O'Neill and artist Dick Giordano, she first appeared in Detective Comics number 457 in March 1976. Her character draws partial inspiration from Dorothy Day. Close friends with Bruce Wayne's parents, Leslie serves as a godparent, along with Alfred Pennyworth and a close confidant. Leslie is portrayed as having been a close friend of Thomas Wayne. She took it upon herself to look after Wayne's son, Bruce, after the boy's parents were murdered, often acting with the family butler, Alfred Pennyworth, as a parental figure and guardian. Leslie disproves of Bruce's vigilantism and feels partly responsible for his transformation into the Batman. 
inferring that somehow she failed him as a role model, she has been linked to Alfred romantically on more than one occasion. Woo 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 woo. She runs a clinic for criminals and drug addicts in Gotham City. While the majority of her patients are repeat offenders, she continues to do her job with great perseverance and determination. During the No Man's Land storyline, she runs Gotham's only medical clinic, operating under a strict no-violence policy regarding her patients' actions and intent. Even Killer Croc respects the rule and stays out, despite his strong desire for revenge against Victor Zaz. Wow, Alfred's a bit of a player. You know those Pennyworth. Spoiler suffers serious injuries at the hands of Black Mask during the War Games crossover and is taken to Leslie's clinic for treatment. Initially thinking Spoiler died of her injuries, Batman later discovers during the War Crimes storyline that Leslie deliberately treated her improperly, resulting in her death while hoping that it would teach Batman the lesson that his constant use of children as partners was only putting their lives in danger. After liquidating her assets and giving them to Spoiler's daughter, she flees to Africa. Batman follows her and forces a confession, coldly informing her that he may not stop violence, but he had never thrown another body onto the pile in the hopes of making a statement. He warns her that she was just another murderer in his database, and if she ever returned to the United States or practiced medicine again, he would bring her to justice. Santayana says that those who forget the past are condemned to repeat it. So moving on to recent events, recently a mysterious familiar figure has been stalking Tim Drake wearing Stephanie Spoiler's costume, which at one point Tim thinks he imagined it to be Stephanie herself. The stalker indeed ter- turns out to be Stephanie in Robin number 174, and it is revealed that Leslie faked the girl's death and switched the body with an overdose victim who had a similar body type. Leslie herself appears in the miniseries Gotham Underground, providing treatment to an injured Nightwing. It is later revealed that Nightwing had hallucinated Leslie's presence and that the Riddler had in fact saved his life. A 2008 Robin Spoiler one-shot special shows both Leslie and Stephanie alive and in exile protecting a village somewhere in Africa. And more currently, we saw Batman fly to Africa, basically tell Leslie he understands what she did, and even more recently, in Gotham Gazette, we saw the return of Leslie Tompkins to Gotham City, and we will see what happens with that in the next Gotham Gazette issue. Very interesting. Leslie also appears on several episodes of Batman the Animated Series, where she is voiced by Diana Moldar. When the new series began as the new Batman Adventures, Leslie is absent except for a cameo appearance in the episode Chemistry. She is later mentioned in the spin-off film Batman Beyond Return of the Joker, having cared for Tim Drake after he was driven insane by the Joker. In the short story Best of All, featured in the non-canonical anthology The Further Adventures of the Joker, the Joker tells Batman that Leslie is his mother. He also says that she committed him to a mental institution as a child after he murdered his father, who was abusing her. That was confusing. (laughs) That is Leslie Tompkins. It's too soon to know for sure, Bruce, but it looks like it's only temporary. So if you have any more questions about Leslie Tompkins, feel free to post them on the forums and we'll try our best to answer them. This obviously is not everything there is about Leslie Tompkins, but this is the gist of Leslie Tompkins. So, like I said, if you have any questions about Leslie Tompkins or if you want to hear a specific spotlight character in the future, go on to the forums and... 
make a mention of what spotlight character you'd like us to do in the future. I still think this is a terrible idea. So that's going to bring us into our feature. Alright, so like I said, our feature, we're going to talk about our personal favorite Batman memorabilia slash merchandise. So I guess let's start off with Apple. Tell us some of the stuff that you have. Oh man, the 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 room, the the shrine. I have a lot of things. Everything Batman. I have the the bank robbery Joker. I have the Corgi Batmobiles, the '60s, even to the the new release ones posted on my on my wall. Countless, endless amounts of Batman statues that have come out through the years. Boxes of Batman comics. I have the huge Batmobile that was released at walmart and hopefully soon to add the real you know the hot toys ones to my room but man i i if you name anything that you see in a batman merchandise i more than likely have it <laughs> well i don't exactly have a bat cave like apple but i've got a few things a couple of action figures lots of t-shirts i have books and that's not comics yeah i've got some comics not very many trades right now. Trade paperbacks, I mean. But a lot more actual books, like the Batman Encyclopedia and things like that, than the comic books. And movie posters, assorted things like that, and just fun things that I find. So, just a smattering. <laughs> I'm a merchandise beginner. I don't have much at all. I've got films, and I've got... Some T-shirts, some cool Joker ones and Batman ones. And I've got quite a few trade paperbacks and slowly building up a collection of comics. And that's all I have at the moment. But looking to expand on that. Discussing what I have, I've got the Dark Knight Hot Toys figures, the Batman Joker and Bank Robbery Joker. I've got posters, T-shirts, all the films, all the TV shows, all the soundtracks. Pretty much any book that you can imagine as far as like what Savannah was talking about, actual books, pretty much any book that's available. I have a massive comic book collection, over 3,500 different issues of Batman and Batman-related characters. As far as action figures, I don't really collect a ton of action figures but because I'm very specific, but I do have the entire series, or I should say the entire set of Justice League Unlimited characters and the vehicles and the playset, the Watchtower. And then more recently, I started collecting the DC Universe classic figures, but only the Batman-related ones, and I have all of those currently. But that is pretty much it. I mean, I've got a couple other things here and there, but nothing really worth mentioning. So I guess that brings us to the question of if we had to pick one item that we would say is our ultimate favorite, what item would that be? Mm, man, um, that, that's, that's a hard question for me to answer. I, I love my museum quality Batman. I love that thing, man. I, I would, I would say something that's very personal to me is gonna be they're they're small pins. I mean, you got them from like gumball machines, you know, back in the seventies, eighties. There were pins of Batman symbols that my father bought me. So, I I would I would probably take those things for sentimental reasons, and I would I would. Those those are those are more precious to me than anything out of probably all the things that I own. It's just those little simple pins. I love those things. Everybody's gonna say it's a hard question because it is, but it's kind of a toss up for me between my Batman encyclopedia, the Robert Greenberger one. So useful and interesting. 
but also I have a t-shirt that my uncle got me from Spain that has the Joker and I really like that and I wear it as often as it's clean. So one of those two things would be my favorite. It's not a hard question for me because I've got such a pathetic collection compared to the rest of you, but mine is (laughs) definitely uh, my Joker t-shirt, same as Savannah. For my collection, this would be really difficult because there isn't just one thing that I would want to take because, I mean, the, 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 the thing that really means the most to me is my comic collection, and I'd have to pick a specific issue in order to really make it worthwhile. And I don't really have a specific issue that, you know, I'd be stuck to more than any other one specifically for anything but, I guess, money value. But the issue that I have that's worth the most, I don't really even like the issue itself. So I just kind of have it. I would probably say if I had to pick one item, it would be a Batman action figure that I had when I was a kid that... I don't even have displayed. It's sitting in a box somewhere, so I'd end up having to find it. But it's a Batman action figure that I had when I was a kid that it was like pretty much the very first thing that I had that was related to Batman. It's the only reason why I still have it because I don't like collecting collecting tons of action figures. But I have I kept that one just because it was a figure that I had when I was a kid and that's the one thing the first thing I remember of Batman. So probably be that. So I guess then let's go through the things that we would really, really like to have. The really thing I would really like to have is one of the most exclusive things of Batman out there. And uh, for collectors, we know that it's it's real exclusive. In 89, they brought out the Batman statue of Michael Keaton. Well, you could have ordered it over the WB store. However, there were only 50 made. And from what I have found out over the years is that this was only handed out to Warner Brothers employees. So it it wasn't really on sale to the public since they were handed to WB employees. Since I've been able to work and have funds, I mean, I've looked on eBay. I've gone to countless comic book conventions looking for this statue. I To this day, every day I look, it's, be, it's become a mission to even look for this statue. I want that statue so bad. I want it so bad to add to my collection. It's going to probably be like the, the I mean, to, to other people, it might not be anything really to them. But for me, when I growing up, I wanted to own and collect statues. And I've, I've been you know lucky to do that. But that one statue I need to add to my collection of Batman that I want is the 89 Michael Keaton Batman statue. And it'll it'll probably be like the greatest statue that I I love and probably have ever owned. But the thing is that I don't own it. And that's the thing about it. It's like something missing in my life. (laughs) You'll find it one day. It's like that lost love. (laughs) How much do you reckon that statue would cost if you ever came across it? I heard that was for sale on eBay one time. A statue I think that it was selling for back then was 150 or it was 250 I believe. It sold on eBay for $600. Not as much as I would expect, actually, since there were only 50. But I know, but that's the thing, though. A lot of people doesn't know about it. So, oh. <laughs> so I think collectors, we kind of don't talk about it because <laughs> we want a good price. But 
I have to talk about it because that 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 thing's like it's part of my life and it's not even in my life. So we wish you luck on your quest. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe a listener will be able to help you out. I hope yeah. so. I wish. <laughs> well, my list, my wish list is a little more general. I would just like more statues. I only have the little miniature ones that they sold with the DVD, and I just love the pictures that I've seen of all the DC Direct ones and the black and whites are beautiful and I know this doesn't exist but I would really love a Dustin Wynn black and white or a Dustin Wynn anything statue. I would also like more art prints and posters and things like that. I collect movie posters more generally so that's kind of something I like and one thing I would really love to have specifically in that category is those huge ones that they had in the movie theaters with the the three characters, Two-Face with his button and Joker with his card and Batman with his battering. I loved that poster and I have a smaller version, but I would love to have the huge if one. Had, if you had the huge one, where would you put it? I would clear a wall. What are you talking about? <laughs> I would figure out something for it because I loved that. Well, I'm I'm the same as well. I love movie posters. I love particularly more vintage ones. So if I could, I would love to get the Adam West movie poster or or the Tim Burton ones because I love all that sort of stuff. I also yeah, I'd like to get a couple of statues. I like, I'm liking the look of the black and white ones. I've got to get one of those Dark Knight Joker ones. They look brilliant. And I love all things to do with the 60s show, and I love that Batmobile back then, so I might get a model a model of that. And, you know, if we're talking about absolute dreams, I'll just get the 60s Batmobile. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm with you on the 89 Batmobile, too. Yeah, do you want to share it, Apple? <laughs> uh, yeah, we can share it. I don't mind. <laughs> all right. Um, I guess as far as things that I would love to have, the two things that I would really like to have is I like to get the Bat Pod and the Batmobile, the Hot Toys ones. They're a little out of my price range currently, so the idea of being able to get those is going to be very slim at this point, but I'd love to get those when they finally come out. I'd love to complete my collection of comics. That is a very high dream, unpossibility type thing because I'd have to get issues that cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. So... That would be awesome if I could get that. It'd be great to have that new Batman multi-part family statue. I pretty much, I would love to have any artwork, not so much like original art necessarily, but artwork that has that has featured the Batman family all together, posters that are framed. I don't particularly, I'm not a huge fan of posters unless they're framed, but any any pictures of the Batman family framed up and looking super nice no matter what size they are it doesn't matter to me that would probably be the things that i would really really want so i think that's going to wrap up our feature now well, that's a good thing i left everything to you then quite so sir and that's pretty much the end of the podcast as always you can leave us a review on itunes we have a myspace group a facebook group you can go on to the forums become a member leave comments and messages we've noticed a little bit of a spike in the number of members that we have so that means more people are wanting to get involved with the discussions so head on to the forums and discuss with other people you can check us out we now have a blog 
on blogspot.com. Just go to blogspot.com and type in the Batman Universe. It'll pop up. That's The blog is specifically for different things that aren't necessarily news-related. You can email us at podcast at thebatmanuniverse.net. And like I said, you can check us out on iTunes as well. As far as the website, we are getting closer and closer to releasing the new version. I still can't tell you exactly when because I don't want to ruin any expectations that you might have with it not coming out exactly when I first say it might come out. So all I can say is it's moving along very well and we're hoping very soon. Um, You can check out the Batman Universe specials. We've got a bunch of different interviews posted up on there. One with Will Spartaccio, one with Freddie Williams II, and head over to the Batman Universe specials to check that out. Also, as you know, we do the comic podcast if you're interested in that. We have all kinds of stuff going on, and Nick is always on the comic podcast giving us Bat Books for Beginners, so if you're new to the comics, you can always jump over to the comic podcast, start listening to the Bat Books for Beginners segment, and you can catch up to where he's at now. He gives you a reading list and everything, so... Yeah. Yes, if you want to get more involved with the, the comics. Yeah, go check it out. It's going very well. So I think that's about it. This is Dustin. This is Apple. This is Savannah. And been, this is Nick. You have been listening to the Batman Universe podcast, episode number 29. We'll see you guys next time. Take care, guys. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Yeah, just a little fuzzy, but better than before. Yeah. Oh, no. Now you're Megatron. How about now? Yeah, you sound good right there. Sound yeah, good. a little better. Okay, is that right? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. there we go. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Come on. <laughs>